There is a vast multiverse of possibilities, an infinity of worlds within an endless ocean of aether. Few know that there is anything beyond the confines of their limited world. Even fewer have ever traversed beyond the walls of everything they have ever known. To those that have made the perilous journey, they have found each new plane to be another revelation of the beauty of a boundless multiverse. Planeswalkers are those rare few among legends. They are able to travel unassisted between the multiverse. One in a million is born with the spark to become a planeswalker. A bare few ever realize their potential, putting them in an elite and powerful group of friends and enemies. The potential of a planeswalker is infinite freedom and infinite possibility. Hi, I'm Will. I'm the show's producer, and I play Llewellyn Coyden, the half-dryad swashbuckler. Hello, I'm Kimbra, and I play Nymphia of the Vervain, the elvish druid. Hey there, I'm Katie, and I'm playing Cecilia Crane, the human sorcerer. Hi, I'm Keon. I'll be playing Ershia Jalan, the Aetherborn Warlock. Hi, I'm Dan. I'll be playing the Dungeon Master. Welcome to the Plane Shift Podcast, a live play D&D campaign where we play as four planeswalkers, newly awakened and taking our first tentative steps into the varied facets of the multiverse. What will we find in these new worlds? Hope? Despair? Reward or loss? Doubtless all of that and more. Join us as we find out. I think we were heading in a way to plan and get mangoes. <laughs> yes, I can. Yeah. We gotta get some mangoes. All the mangoes. <laughs> well, as far as the mangoes are concerned, that really shouldn't be too much of an issue. Uh, we can just go collect some from my farm. You have a farm? I thought you said you hated gardening. Of course I hate gardening. But, <laughs> but he's not the one doing the gardening. Of course not. <laughs> no. No. I mean, Magic the Gathering, not Harvest Moon. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. No, I've I paid quite a few people from Celestia to do it. In return, they get new trees and... Return for that, I get mangoes and a tidy sum of profits. I was the one who brought them here, after all. So you're the global mango supplier. <laughs> yes! The source of all these mangoes. Yes! The mango man. <laughs> I... Do you know the mango man? <laughs> the mango man? The, the mango, mango man! man. <laughs> yes! Who lives on Drury Lane? <laughs> it's drowsy well, married lane. to the mango man. The mango man? <laughs> the mango man! <laughs> she's married to the mango man. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyhow, driver, uh, yes, we will be heading to Dreary Lane. Didn't any of you ever question why I have so much money on Ravnica? You didn't think that, you know, possibly I had a source where this was all coming from? Oh, I mean, you told us the place you were from was literally made of gold, so... That, and you seem to have no problem with just, like, putting people in little bubbles without any yeah, care or worry yeah. for whether or not they, like... Had a life outside of that. So I just, like I just assumed that you were just taking money from people. I mean, if they're in the bubble, they aren't gonna, they're not using it. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Or it's a ransom situation. Like he's uh, he just 
bubbles true, people's up true. and then says if you if you want them out of the bubble. I wasn't trying to judge you. I just that was my first thought. Yeah. Oh. The bubbles are rather fragile. I mean, I can say like, oh, if you want them out of this bubble, I throw a rock at breaks. We know. Not holding a we know. We were there. We are well aware. <laughs> we were present when the majority of them were, were broken open. <laughs> the majority, if not all. <sighs> okay. Yes. Yes. Valid point. Uh, by the way, uh, it, you are correct. It was all. <laughs> Cool. All of them. We're not sorry. Because <laughs> it wasn't our fault. <laughs> and again, don't label, don't make them spherical. I understand. You already explained the whole thing. Or put them, them in them boxes after they're... Exactly. They're, of course they're going to get knocked over and just falling all over the place. If they were in individual boxes, you knock the glass cube over. Anyway, so you have a lot of mangoes, apparently. <laughs> yes! A grove full of them. And at this point, the driver is kind of like, after hearing everyone argue, kind of going, alright, well, I'm just going to start heading towards Dreary Lane. <laughs> and he rears up this long-necked beast. He's got one of those Ubers. Its... <laughs> <laughs> and this beast starts to take its long strides heading off uh, towards what looks like an unusually large tree in the distance. But yes, mangoes is how I make my money here on Raptica. I did not consider ransom as a potential source of income. But I will make note of that for future <laughs> endeavors, I guess. Anyhow, uh, by chance, do we know how many we'll need? How many bats were there? Yeah, how many bats? How many mangoes did I see? we'll need? How many bats did I see? There were a lot of f-ing bats. <laughs> we're gonna eat a lot of mangoes. A hundred? Two hundred? Fifteen? Well, like, how many can we even carry? Let's be realistic. Or do you pour them into a big pile and then put them in a ball? Put them all in the bowl, yes! Actually, that could work. And then we just throw the ball in, and then they'll be bombarded with mangoes. Just ex- an explosion of mangoes. <laughs> or we can put like a thousand mangoes in it, though, yes? Certainly. I mean, right, great. up to a certain range, I mean, we've got about a... Uh, uh, approximately 22,000 mangoes should fit inside my largest one. That's a whole uh, mess of mangoes. I don't think we need quite that many. <laughs> Are you sure? We might as well grab them. <laughs> well, well, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. We can't take that many mangoes. I mean, if we Why did... not? They're your mangoes. It's True. Gonna, it's going to block our way. I'm more concerned about literally drowning and being crushed by mangoes. Or, That's or not how I intend to die. I'll be completely honest. I kind of just want to see what happens. If you really want to find out, we can go with plan B. Maybe, uh, maybe a mixed fruit medley? <laughs> mangoes, bananas, strawberries... Mm. I don't. I don't own. Just launch a fruit salad into the caves, <laughs> or we just take a reasonable number of mangoes. I. Why do you have to be so extra about everything? <laughs> I hate to say this, but I agree with her, and I think we might have an issue if we were to bring too many mangoes. Uh, so uh, as we're kind of moving along in this piece, you see. <laughs> What originally just looked like a, a biggish tree kind of off in the distance, you're slowly realizing it's growing bigger, but is still off in the distance. It's like, think like a world tree. Mm. In fact, that's exactly what it is. Is it the tree of life that was mentioned to me in the restaurant? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery solved. Surprise! Uh, my grove is along the eastern side, again, dreary lane. Plan A, grab mangoes, put them in a giant ball, and then dump them in front of bats. Let's get two giant things of mangoes. So that way we have one to also distract them when we're leaving, just in case we need them. What if they're sick of mangoes? Too uh, bad! I don't, you know, yeah. beggars can't be choosers. The way these bats reacted, I don't think they can get sick of mangoes. Thank you. How, okay, let's take this into the city. How long do you think it'll take for each bat to eat a mango? 
Um, okay, do I remember when I fed the bat the mango? Uh, we'll say, we'll say it took almost ten minutes of- Did they seem like they struggled to fly afterwards? I'm sure we can definitely expect that to happen. Especially if there's more mangoes than bats, they might overgorge themselves. So, once we get in to the vault, there should be a couple of different levels. Uh, I would advise you, there probably will be a lot of other gold. Uh, we should advise not taking too much of it. How well, much is too much? <laughs> enough that you can't walk. Well, I mean, well, yeah. You can put them into the orbs, and then it doesn't matter how much we Yeah, you, if you can fit 20,000 mangoes, you can fit a lot a of lot, gold. A lot of gold. <sighs> All right, valid. Just remember what people you recruited for this job. I'm just uh, This is on you, why we're having these conversations. <laughs> Two people, at least, that I know for sure, that their livelihood is based off of, like, pillaging. Crime. Yes? Yeah, yes. crime. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And two whose livelihoods are most likely not based on... You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> don't you presume to know ours, who I am? Ours was, two and a half were ours based was on crime. A, <laughs> ours was driven by trade, mostly. We didn't really have any I mean, sort of monetary system. I mean, right, a barter system of hugs and smiles. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, an unfortunate side effect of the Morari is that I will not be able to put it into a containment sphere. Which means we'll have to carry it, and I'm going to be blunt, it's rather heavy. Well, I won't be much help. <laughs> Looking at all of our arms. Again, like, mm. uh, here's a question. You've been planeswalking for quite some time, right? Of course. I was wearing these when I left, so mm-hmm. I'm assuming like whatever we're wearing, we take with us. Yes. Whatever we're holding, do we take with us too? For the most part, yes. Well, I think we've got our way out. Do you want to planeswalk? Why not? Can we also planeswalk in? No, I, oh, I've tried that. It, it's like running into glass. But assuming we disable whatever enchantments happen to be surrounding it, we should be able to planeswalk out without any issue. Maybe that can be our, just in case, we should probably come up with a, another plan in case. Yeah. I could even hop back and reset up the net so that I could pull all of you back. Without, without the cage, of course. Without. So thoughtful of you. Uh, well, I mean, how how dangerous do the gods really look? Like, do you think that we really couldn't take them on if it was absolutely necessary to just bolt out of there? Uh, I mean, in general, we should probably try to avoid as many fights as possible, if we can. Well, of course, I'm just saying worst case scenario. It's, it's true enough. I'm mildly concerned because I've never actually planeswalked consciously before. Uh, we still have some time before we get uh, any other questions that anyone has. Could I have more mangoes? Uh, sure. I, I guess I guess so. And it kind of serves them to drive The next opportunity where you see mangoes being sold, the beach just rears to a halt. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and the driver points down, and there is quite mangoes. literally <laughs> a, not one, but two separate carts selling mangoes. One of which are frozen. Ooh. <laughs> one of them has, like, an orphan, like... Tiny Tim. Mangoes, get your, get your mangoes here. They, they help sponsor the orphanage where we all live. Mangoes. Oh, there you go, go yeah. ahead, find weird, gross orphan mangoes. Yeah, I don't know, it's kind of a hard pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have one of each. The issue is that we're still on the on the back of a large beast, and they're on the ground. But, uh... I push her off. Right, <laughs> boom! <laughs> Do not. Are, are, you, are you really going to? No. <laughs> Uh, It'll take too long to climb back up and down the thing, so... Nymphia? Yes? You are now floating, slightly above your seat. (laughs) 
There we go. Just fly down there, go get them, and you'll come right back up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Have you ever flown before? I don't think so. Um. Uh, roll. <laughs> oh god. Roll con. Roll an athletics check. Oh jeez. Oh no. Oh no. You instantly, as if like somehow by instinct, think, "Oh, this is like walking." And as you try to step, you realize this is not like walking. You trip over air. You are now hopelessly spinning in the middle of the air. This is not ideal. Hey, no, no, no. Just, just okay. Like, try. Think of yourself as a bird. Try and spread your arms and think about being stable. <laughs> Again, you're just great with words. Did I ever tell you that? Do you have a better way to explain flying? It's not going to benefit me. Should I make another athletics check to see if I stabilize? Uh, you, yes. Please make another athletics check. Ten. You have managed to stop spinning, but you don't really have control yet. Cecilia... After that comment, you now find yourself also floating slightly above your seat. <laughs> and Why? Nemoth is giving you this smug look. Could you run down there and buy me one as well? After putting a... And he puts a platinum piece into your hand. From, from the orphan boy. <laughs> I'm going to remember this. I just hope you know that. <laughs> but of course, there's nothing else I'd rather do at all. <laughs> do I have to do like an athletics check or anything Please like that? Please do. Where you is that located under? Strength. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right? Because <laughs> I, I rolled a one and I also have a minus one. Y'all. So you got a zero. zero. Y'all, I gotta roll like a 20 right now <laughs> to like not die. Okay, I rolled a 15, mm-hmm. but minus three. <laughs> Better than a one. You have successfully gotten, fortunately, you have figured out how to move up. Uh-oh. Great, great. This is wonderful. I, th- I thought that dying by mangoes would be the worst thing, but this is officially the worst way to die. Can't you help me somehow? You put me in this predicament for no reason whatsoever. I mean, I suppose I can. Uh, so I'm going to need both of you to uh, make another athletics check. He's- Somebody got an eight. Stole your one. <laughs> you got a one? Yes, now I rolled a one this time. All right. You feel a very strong breeze kind of come. Unfortunately, it, it's not a way that breezes seem to normally go. It's coming from directly above you. And you find both of yourselves descending to the ground, except Cecilia, there happened to be a stall in the way. Oh. There was a... It's a rather nice stall. So it's got one of those... Uh, like retractable awnings. Ah, oh, yes, they're, they're very lovely. <laughs> you you now find yourself barreling towards one of these retractable awnings. Great. I'm, I'm going to need you to make a dexterity saving throw. All right, here we go. Guys, I make it my first injury of the game. <laughs> <laughs> By falling onto a thing. Um, 24. Thank God. So, you, you have successfully managed not to fall through, but you do still fall on this awning. Uh, Gracefully, hopefully. <laughs> rather ungracefully because of that one from earlier. Oh, great. Nymphia, uh, you... I need you to make another uh, athletics check. You got this. Eleven. You, by this point, have kind of realized the ins and outs of not entirely gracefully, but gliding towards the ground. How high up is this thing that I'm on right You're now? You're about ten feet off the ground, Cecilia. And Nymphia, you yourself are, like, five feet. 
Oh, so I'm still could, near. Okay. Yeah, you you could still you could you could kind of like reach down mm-hmm. like think floating Peter Pan style like yes. <laughs> I would like to buy mangoes. Yes. All right, I'm gonna float over to the orphan boy first, and I'm going to say, "Hello there. Could I please have a mango?" He immediately pulls out what looks like a very the prized mango, the mango that he has been using as an example all day. That'll be two silver. I give him four. He pulls out another mango. <gasps> no, no, it's fine. I just want one, love. But, but you, but for two. No, no, but two. No, the, the other two is for you. Oh, I can pay for socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I'm gonna like pat, like ruffle his hair, and go over to the frozen mango he's, he's, stand. He's drawing a little hat. You'll have to pull oh. off the hat for that. You I just okay. I just like pat him on the head. I'm gonna knock off. his hat off. No. <laughs> Well, I'm going to go grab my uh, frozen mango quickly. Okay. It gets... Uh, it's five silver, and he hands it to you on the stick. Uh, the mango is cut into several pieces. Just imagine a giant skewer curving through these bits of mango that are bent a little bit, and they're all frozen. You can okay. see there's like... Uh, on the bottom, there's like a little bit of icicle that appears to be made of mango juice. <laughs> all right, then... It is kind of... Can uh, my, uh, my little buddy Inda... Oh, yeah. Go down my arm and reach it for me. Oh, <laughs> uh, definitely. He crawls out of your little hood, down your arm, and he holds out one particularly large uh, silver piece, uh, which appears to actually just be five of them, kind of almost stuck together with spittle. <laughs> Before the merchant kind of awkwardly grabs it, not really caring much for where it's been. Before your uh, companion. Doesn't grab, but instead bites the top mango and carries the mango, the frozen mango, and the stick back up your arm and into your hood. Wait, wait, you have to share, Inda. <laughs> he does not want to share. A little one of his, one of his like his bottom feet. One of them holds a, a singular piece of the frozen mango for you. I sigh and take what I get. I guess. <laughs> You have the other one. I have my other mango. That's not frozen, though. Uh, Are you two just going to spend all day lounging, or are you going to get back up here? Okay. Are you going to assist me since you decided to put me over here? You can't... You don't get to sigh. You did this to me. And I am restraining from doing a thousand terrible things to you right now, or at least attempting to do a thousand terrible things to you. Mid-complaint to him, you find yourself no longer on the awning, but instead kind of lying awkwardly in the seat you were previously in. Was that so hard? You tell me, was it? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Great, no. wonderful. Can we move on, please? Of course. <laughs> and he kind of snaps his fingers. And the driver at this point is... It, it's been a weird day for him. This is by far starting to become more of the weirder things that are happening. You don't just see someone throwing floating and flying spells on people. this. <laughs> I, I, I want to get home. And we start heading off towards the tree again. Okay. All right. Other than mangoes... Questions? Any of them? You know, now that you mention it, we we stole so much, so many things from you. He holds up two of the spears or stabs that he got from your treasure vault. Since it might be relevant, what do these do? <laughs> <laughs> so you have uh, you've got the red one and the white one, right? Yes. Well, uh, for the most part, uh, the one you're holding in your right hand, and he points to the white spear, uh, on contact uh, healing device. So anything that you poke with the upper, and he points to where the sun is, looks particularly like a spearhead. Anything you poke with that will, instead of being damaged, in fact, receive a small burst of healing and regeneration. It can even be used to remove uh, minor injuries and sicknesses. The one you're holding in your right hand, 
Well, it's particularly used in mana creation itself. Right, you probably have no idea what that is. <laughs> no, it sounds it sounds like you know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> so, were there any places uh, back on Horizon? You said right. Right. That you felt particularly well bonded to places you were familiar with, or that you were comfortable in. A few, yeah. Uh, we we could call those a uh, a place of mana. Uh, some people call them lands. It doesn't matter. What does matter is that a bond of that place and the kind of person you are will determine what it is you can do with that. That might be more difficult for you to do without any sort of training. And that was the original purpose for me for me collecting everything in my collection was so that I could use it as a base for people to learn the breakdown of things being made out of mana and how to make them. Hmm. So this red spear gives me deeper well of that, or...? It more amplifies your abilities. Ah. How to put it? Imagine, instead of first making a sword, and then being able to swing it. With this, you'd be able to make a sword mid-swing. Alright. In the sense of conjuring a creature, or any sort of thing, instead of making a wolf and then telling it what to do, you could have a wolf form jumping out and attacking already. I'm on for it, yeah. <laughs> it does require a little bit of practice, but it's not particularly difficult. Okay. How about hers? And he points at Nymphia. Yes, Ooh. my staff and my cloak. As for the staff, it's specialized for druids. What it does is it takes and enhances the abilities when one transforms into an animal. The staff itself changes. Most of the time, it'll change itself into a venomous snake that coils around the arm or the, the jaw the tail of whatever animal that you change into, so that whenever that animal attacks, the snake attacks as well. Coordinated, almost. (laughs) It took me quite a while to figure it out. (laughs) I don't have very much experience turning into other animals, so I had to rely on others' input. Yashaya starts getting impatient and starts waving his arm around. Oh my god! What does this thing do? That is a... That is an arm. (laughs) (laughs) That is an arm. It's generally... Oh, you made the thing on it! Oh, no. That is a gauntlet of scorching light. Alright, so you may have noticed how, like, there's a big red gem on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, did you check underneath where, like, your hand kind of fits? How there's, like, the no, I didn't. So as you turn it over, you realize that there is what appears to be a smaller set of two gems. If you press both of them with your fingers, it'll fire out a blast of scorching ray. From like this? No, no, no! He presses the button. <laughs> it's pointed off, right? Yeah. A large, basically shoots out of this red gem, skyrocketing upward. Not even like a second after this has fired off. A dead bird flops to the ground, a large hole through its chest. <gasps> what have you done? <laughs> Safe do conditions anything, for training or actual combat, please. Uh, I think you, Cecilia, know what yours does. Oh, that reminds me. Hold on a second. It kind of fiddles around and he pulls it up. At first, looks like a really large red spider, but you soon realize that it's actually a gemstone with small black leg-looking things wrapping around it. Aww. Yes, yes. Uh, may, may I see it, please? The uh, the rod. And I'll go ahead and take it out Showing and give it to your him. Rod <laughs> and before whip it out. <laughs> as as the rod slowly approaches the red gem, 
The legs extend from it and almost jump from Nemox's hand, wrapping itself around the upper part of the femur. All right, there we go. Uh, that's another part. So, in addition to the rod's ability to control uh, very minor undead, uh, that little thing right there, when removed and placed onto a recently created corpse, will allow you to reanimate it temporarily under your control. Ooh. I would advise not trying to do something too big. It does have limitations. Uh, nothing no bigger than a large human, but it should allow you to control whatever you put it on. I don't know if it would be able to control a spellcaster's memory or anything like that. I certainly haven't tried it. Necromancy's not my specialty, but there are quite a few necromancers who want to buy powerful artifacts, and I'm more than willing to sell. Wonderful. Uh, again, I can probably uh, upgrade or even commission other things if you'd like as payment for this. I figure that would come out at some point, because mangoes and money generally isn't the best option to get everyone on my side, as you can understand. I hope this. I hope you could forgive me earlier for uh, our misgiving with the awning, Cecilia. I suppose I can overlook it for your generosity in this moment. Thank you. Glares ever so slightly. <laughs> Actually, I do have one more question for you. Of course. I do have these plate-sized coins, and I'm not really sure oh, what they are. Oh, or patronage coins. Yes. What are these really for? Are they worth anything to maybe gods, perhaps? Or are they just worth things for... They're like, uh, alms <laughs> for the poor? Think of them like that. That means nothing to me. The people who don't have money are given this so they can not die. Uh, get food, clothing, stuff like that. How generous. Wow. Hmm. What a great place we're in right now. I know! <laughs> So it's, kind of them. It's like a utopia. Is it, though? No, no, there's too much corruption and influence. So these mean probably nothing to a god, I suppose. Did anybody take anything from the potion cabinet? I didn't get to labeling those yet. Well, that happened. I've got this lion potion. Oh, potion of lion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're like, you drink it just it. so happened. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> so uh, that one actually is a little bit interesting. If you drink only half of it, you'll become as strong as a lion and you'll grow claws in your hands. Large, feline-like teeth. If you drink the whole thing, you'll turn into a lion. Huh. Ooh. Uh, unfortunately, you'll still be wearing your clothing. I haven't worked out the kinks on that. <laughs> so if you want to be a lion in... Well, so you're going to strip down first? Or... <laughs> <laughs> or you can have someone else remove them while you're a lion. Well, I mean, that just, just seems even more awkward. Like, I'd find somewhere private. <laughs> but if I'm like, all right, take it off... Then everyone's going to see my lion dick. <laughs> Maybe just stick with drinking half the potion. That seems like the most sensible option for now. <laughs> oh, uh, that's right. The book. The book, the book. Uh, the book that they, they gave you, right? Yeah. I, I would advise giving that a good read-through. Okay. Anybody else? Any questions? Uh, comments? Concerns? Where are you going to be when we're doing all this, by the way? I'm more than happy to come with you. Or I can potentially go and set up a way for you to escape by planeswalking if need be. I, although I may not look like it, I'm more than capable in combat. And... Well, worst case, you just kind of float them all around and then that'll be useful. Okay, well, Put them in balls. Put them in balls. You should have done that pretty damn quickly. Well, I was the one who created the spell. Yes. I, I... Great, then it's settled. You're coming with us. Okay, wonderful. How long until we are planning on doing this plan that's not really that well planned? <laughs> we do still have two days until they're ball is happening, and that should take most of the attention away. Again, two days to plan. Gather the mangoes, 
find an escape route. Great. Sounds wonderful. Yeah. Sounds like the game is a plan, at least. Alright. I'm gonna be entirely honest, planning a heist like this was never entirely what I intended, but, well, it'll have to do. And the beast drone kind of roars to a halt, and everyone's kind of jostled forward. <sighs> One Street Drowry Lane. Oh, oh, wonderful. We're here. Alright. Let's, come on. Uh, we don't really have much time. Uh, don't talk to any of the elves. And racist. You and yeah. <laughs> Just why are we not talking to the elves? Because they'll probably ask you to come join them for a banquet or something like that, or to come populate or join Celestia. And to be entirely honest, mm, it does sound dreadful. <laughs> it's um, think a warrior church that revolves around lots and lots of copulating. That. Oh, oh. Yep. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> No more questions, <laughs> and we're walking, and we're walking. Wait a second. Oh my. <laughs> Wait a gosh darn second. Right. And so as, as you kind of start to climb down this piece, like you realize that while you're higher up, you kind of were able to see there is a very tall wall here with what looks like a decent gate and two what look like full dryads in decent plate with spears standing in front. Snimak approaches, and one of them goes, Hold on a moment, we'll, we'll go call the gardener. And the, the one kind of seems to fiddle for a second before a vine that was going along the ground to the gate. The gate itself seems to... It was it looked like made of iron before, but now it starts to unfurl, and you realize that it was really made out of just a really dark wood. Mm. Come now, everyone. We've got a lot of bangos to collect, and I suspect this is going to take a while. As you step in, a rather squat elf, as far as elves go, steps up. You're back! <laughs> it's been so long! You should hear about the new mango herbal tea I've made. God. Perhaps another time, perhaps another time. We're here for... Oh, the money? Yeah, hold on, let me go get all of it. I had to move it with like a wheelbarrow. <laughs> no, for mangoes is Oh, you've changed your mind? No. <laughs> no, not not in that way at least. I need a substantial amount of mangoes to feed some bats. <sighs> I knew you'd get around to feeding nature, man. <laughs> oh my god, no. He turns to you, Cecilia, and just kind of goes, Far out. You... Look like you are in touch with the ground, man. And Emok oh. just goes, kind of looks over in your direction, going, in a way. Please handle this for me. I'm going to kill him. Sort of in a way I am, but, um, tell me, why don't you just show us where the mangoes are, and then you and I can have a conversation later, when I'm dead, about <laughs> nature and how wonderful it is. Doesn't that sound lovely? Yeah. Yeah, no one wants to talk about nature around here. It's just about... Profits and mangoes and how to move mangoes and, and mango grove production. Yeah, totally not gnarly at all. Where's the mangoes? Oh, and he just gestures in this general direction. And what looked like a large like field of bushes, he realizes a large field of trees, each brimming with a bunch of different mangoes that are looking like they're slowly growing in. Like Each row seems to age a little bit more than the next one. Oh, over there. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some of the mango tea. I'm bring that later. 
you guys just go walk the fields. And Nemox just kind of, like, you can tell at this point, he is frustrated. He does not want to be this angry. person. <laughs> this, this How did he deal with us? hired him. <laughs> How did he deal with us this whole time? If he's this irritated over, like, this mild annoyance. Oh, no. Th- no, particularly this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, I think it will be very nice to go browse the mango fields and pick our mangoes. Yes, you're a good egg. Goodbye, little boy. All right. <laughs> Dear God, I cannot stand him. <laughs> Didn't you hire him? I did. Because of his, well, his knowledge. He's one of the best grove tenders in the entirety of Ravnica. I just hate the way that he works. But it's turning me a tidy profit. I'm okay with this. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> So, as you start to slowly approach uh, this giant grove of mangoes, and there is no small way to put just how big it appears, or how many people there appear to be in different sections of it. This is quite literally the centerpiece of a mango monopoly. And as Ravnica is currently hooked on mangoes and having mango for everything, it's a pretty happening place. There are... Workers kind of passing by, and they're kind of like turning away from the owner. They're people kind of turning their heads away, looking away like, oh my god, that's, the, that's like the owner, that's like the boss. Don't make eye contact with him. Don't make don't, don't let him come over and ask about HR. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, that doesn't look like there'll be any help. Uh, no worry then, we'll go to one of the more less inhabited groves. There should be plenty of them just over that hill right there. And as you're walking by, there are quite a few beasts of burden, many with a couple extra tusks or... Large sets of horns, hauling carts of mangoes. Looking up sort of towards, there's a larger house on the hill, and the house has a spire that extends up with what looks like drakes sitting on large outcroppings carrying packages of mangoes. <sighs> Feast your eyes upon it all, how I make my money. I have to come here every once in a while to pick some up, but for the most part, it's no argument. Everyone gets paid, and mangoes are delivered, and I can largely be left alone, which is the best part of it all. <laughs> Uh, and you kind of, as you start to get up towards the top of this hill, you see this large, lush grove kind of caught in the middle of there, and there doesn't really appear to be anybody else around. My personal grove. Uh, this may be a good time for a lesson, actually. Uh, since all of you are planeswalkers, and I doubt all of you know anything about how to form anything out of mana, I feel I should lead by example. The sets of goggles that are whirling around seem to stop for a second before two unusually clear ones kind of pop up over where they look almost like large turtle shell bifocals. Mm-hmm. And for the first time you see kind of a blue hymn beaming out of them. Alright everyone, the basics in artificing and creating a mana construct all in one. As he begins to kind of weave and for him in particular what look like thin strands of almost mercury sort of start to come out from his hands and start they extend out into this large structure, slowly building a small, frail body. Two arms, two feet extend down. What was once frail starts to gain mass, and a large, curved head almost kind of appear. Eventually, it forms more into a ball, but this large beak-like construct appears to the front of it. Before long, detailed features start to work their way out. Fingers, toes, the joints slowly showing up. And he's concentrating, not really talking that much. That's probably the first time he showed up in a while. (laughs) Before finally what looks like a finalized form appears and a yellow glow cracks out of two small 
little slits on either side of the head. Voila! A mirror. They were rather common on my home plane. I have yet to encounter anywhere else with them. They're very useful, not particularly bright, and they are incredibly adept at doing one task in particular. Whatever task you ask them to do first. Oh, I thought you were going to mention oh, something about yeah, mangoes. Some, yeah. <laughs> They're very good at picking mangoes. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> no. <Nothing else. laughs> well, I'm going to be entirely honest. I was planning to create a bunch of them to pick mangoes, if you've got a brighter idea. No, that sounds no, great. I just thought that that, that was, that was what they were yeah. only good for. Yes, oh, no, no, no. no. They're, no they're it's a bright a idea. It's bright. They're, they're for a lot of things. Some of them can provide additional inspirational mana. Some are great gardeners. Some you can use as guardians. One of which I was able to strap, strap together a couple hundred mirror and assault for X in position. But, oh, that's just me tooting my horn. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. I'll All just right. stare at him. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he kind of he, he realizes <laughs> this was not like an actual interest, but more like a sarcasm, because, oh, right, well, perhaps now I can explain some things this time, as he starts to begin this procedure again, again with what looks like strands of Quicksilver. Right now, I am channeling up some raw mana, pulling it from a, uh, some people call it a pool, uh, I prefer to imagine more like a couple of integrated tanks, but right now what I'm doing is channeling a creative form into this raw creation energy. Uh, it's a lot simpler with spells. You can just change from creation energy into magical energy and then whatever the spell needs to do. In this case, I'm forming a material that wasn't there before. Palladium, as it's called. Uh, in this being in particular, I have to form the joints and things like that, but that's a model of artificing. Assuming you get to know something well enough, a companion, a dog, a person, you should be able to recreate it in mana without too much of an issue. It's just a problem of making sure you know it well enough that you could create it inside and out. By the time he's finished the short explanation, a second mirror has appeared. The first mirror kind of turns and, and greets it with what looks like raising its arms up in the air before the second one responds in kind. Aww. They do that every time they see one of their kind for the first time. I think it's a greeting. Or it could just be them connecting wirelessly. I'm not entirely certain. Do they die? Well, you yourself should know best, Cecilia. Everything does die in the end, and these, in fact, can. These ones, in particular, uh, will leave parts behind, but most mana constructs generally don't. They kind of go back into the raw creationary magic that they once were. Although, um, some of them are sturdier than others. For example, uh, relatively hardy creatures may stay around a little bit longer as corpses before they completely disappear. These ones I had to pour a little bit of uh, liquid metal into, but they should maintain this form even after they break, which will allow me to repair them. Uh, I'm going to produce a couple more of them, but for the moment, you two, gestures to the mirror. Mangoes, please. They kind of both nod before slowly wandering off to the field. The one starts to climb one of the mango trees and starts picking mangoes with one hand, gathering a couple of them, passing them to the second mirror, which runs a small pile of mangoes back, dropping them over the ground in front of me, Mimak. See? Simple. Now, if you, I guess any of you, want some time to practice with this, I have a couple of examples that we could try and attune to here. Otherwise, for the most part, I'm just going to cre keep creating mirror and keep collecting mangoes. I would love to learn. That seems useful. So, question about the mirror. Yes? If you can just make them and not have to pay anybody to do them, why do you still have the gardener? <laughs> you he can make more money. He kind of pauses for a second. 
Yes, well, in some aspects, mirrors are superior. That's true. I don't have to feed them or clothe them. Or but, pay them. Uh, a lot of the specialized gardeners that I do have around here, especially the people collecting, uh, need to know and have to be able to tell when the mango is ripe to pick. They have to know what they're looking for, if there are any imperfections, stuff like that. And some of them in particular actually have growth magic so that they can finish growing the growth of mangoes. The, this entire plot of land here is enchanted so that it's always spring, everything's in bloom, and they're constantly bearing fruit. If not for that, and for the people who are able to control it in particular, I'd only be able to grow mangoes one time of year, and that wouldn't be useful for me. <sighs> Alright. So, who wants to learn how to make something out of it? He kind of reaches in and pulls out. Okay, first off, who wants to find out how you subdue a bear? What, you what, get really why wouldn't you just okay. run to it? <laughs> just give it a hug yeah. <laughs> you know talking to bears was never really my specialty and I'm going to be entirely honest because well, that sounds more like it's on you <laughs> this poor guy <laughs> I put us? things in bubbles and I make artifacts for a living do you really think I would want to sit down for long enough to learn how to talk with a bear I feel yes. like yeah you would yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's not completely like I mean, you're not talk, apparently. It's not unreasonable so. given what we know of you. <laughs> I'm sorry you asked. <laughs> Alright. Alright. I'm going to release the bear from its containment, and you can talk to it. Good luck. You mean well, with my fists? We're all rooting for you. And it kind of ushers for everyone else to step back as he... It looks like he's about to, like, you know, set it on the ground, but instead he slams it into the ground and jumps back. <laughs> and this bear fumes up from what once was about the size of a, of a baseball to now what is about the size of an actual bear. Oh, before God. it turns, almost confused, because prior to this, it was sleeping. Oh, poor dear. Nymphia? <laughs> oh, boy. A conversation is all yours. <laughs> Please, let me know how the interview goes. Hello, friend. Oh my god, no. The bear just kind of turns. Hey. You must be very confused. I'm so sorry you're in this situation. I d- I don't- What <laughs> f- happened in my house? I really don't know. That man standing behind you is the one that did all this to he, you. He- he- what, him? <laughs> well, that- No, I know him. I he, encourage this. <laughs> he came wandering in, poked me with a stick, woke me up. The next thing I know, I'm here talking to you. I'm gonna go ask him how I can get back home. And this bear, both of you are speaking in bear, man. <laughs> he is growling and you are roaring back. Turns, pulls itself onto its rear feet, and looks straight at Nemoc. Oh my god. <laughs> And suddenly there is no longer a Nemoc. Okay, everyone stay calm. I have made myself invisible and moved away from the bear. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm going to put it back into a ball. Why don't you just let it free? Why do you torture these put animals like this? Bear back. <laughs> <laughs> this being in particular was about to be eaten. It didn't know it quite yet, but it had made its home inside of a dragon's lair that was about to take it as a snack. Oh. I saved its life, and now it appears to be looking for me. 
As the bear kind of sniffs around yes, and looks. It, it remembers you that you were the one that poked it with a stick and stuck it into the ball. I was yelling at it to wake up before the dragon does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to relay this information to the bear. Wait, wait. So that wasn't just a pile of really shiny rocks? No, I'm, I'm afraid you tried to make your home in a dragon's lair. Oh. <laughs> so sorry. Alright, this, this this makes a lot of sense now. This explains the, uh, the heat, why there was so much gold, the skeletons. Oh. Alright, now I understand. So, uh, do I get a new home? Hmm. It's called this ball. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> go! You talking in release it into the same streets. I'm talking in common. <laughs> talking in yeah. uh, Well, I didn't really have any plans after I figured out how to attune to it. I already had a bear in my collection. He wants to know how to go home. Uh, I'm afraid that might be a little bit more difficult. But I think there should definitely be room around here. Plenty of fruits. Oh, uh, he can live here? Uh, this kind of smile creeps across as Nemok breaks out of invisibility. Yes, he can, and I know just the person to watch over him. <gasps> oh, gardener! <laughs> I got you a bear. <laughs> hey, listen here, bear friend. Um, your captor slash savior says that you can live here and eat as many mangoes as you would like. What is a mango? It's a delicious orange fruit that tastes amazing. Like, like an orange? It's better than an orange. Better, that, that's pretty difficult, huh? I'm a citrus fan. Uh, I guarantee you will love mango. I'm a little skeptical, but... I... Don't you have some orphan mango, some gross mango you got from some dirty child on the street so you can give to him? <laughs> then we'll just wrap this up. Too sweet, very quick. <laughs> Alright, I take my small mango out and toss it at him. <laughs> the bear, without any sort of hesitation... Sitting upright, snaps the mango out of the air and starts chewing. Oh, it's good. <laughs> I, I told you. I can stay here. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna stay here. <laughs> just please don't hurt anyone. No promises, but I'll try. Do we have another one of them? Look around. We're surrounded by mangoes. This bear turns and slowly realizes that each one of those small yellow and orange dots that are on the trees is another one of the fruits that he just ate. A whir of wonder glows in his eyes, as if someone has just been enlightened to the stars for the first time. And then he planeswalks. <laughs> Will, do you still have that do, uh, what, D100? <laughs> oh god, no. Uh, D100. Thank you. <laughs> if this is 100, we have a bear planeswalker to chase after. I just. Fingers crossed. Nope! Oh. Dang. Close. Alright, I go to Mimok and I'm like, so did I win the bear subduing challenge? Well, he's sitting there starry eyed, like, <laughs> I guess. Do you feel particularly close and attached to the bear? I mean, he's, he's a fine bear. Why don't you go up and, like, try to pet him? Would it be okay if I pet you behind the ears? <coughs> go right ahead. <laughs> Alright, I walk up and give him a little scratch. Almost like a puppy, like the back that goes, Can, can you scratch my back? My yeah, back? yeah, my, yeah, I gotta, of course. This is why we gotta have trees around. <laughs> like, I can't reach... Oh my god. Oh. My. 
God. I look over at Neemog with a giant grin on my face like, I'm doing the thing. Neemog kind of cups his hands together. Uh, how how do you feel about... What is your memory of the bear? Do you think you know it well enough that you could draw it? Perhaps. Right. Uh, anybody else want to try? I've got a variety of other examples. Let me just make a, a broad assumption here. These are creature tokens? These are creature tokens. All right. Um, it's probably going to take out, like, a... Is there a tiger in there? Let's name it Hobbs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'll probably give all this stuff a shot, too, with, yeah. um, a rat. Pulling out the tiger. <laughs> How about a rat? Yeah. A rat? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a rat. It's it's actually, it's a dire rat. Yes, even better. Okay. Yep. Is it of an unusual size? It is of an unusual <laughs> size. Perfect. Anything for you? I'm going to write it into work. Um, Shia? Any is dogs? it going to be a gremlin? No, if I create gremlins, I'll just immediately try to kill it. Create them to kill them. <laughs> create them for target. Live, die. <laughs> Here, what's the miracle of life as I bring something to existence and then kill it? I giveth, I taketh away. <laughs> yes, I'm all about that dire rat, though. Yes, if I could go ahead and also learn this technique, that would be very advantageous to me. Well, of course. I, nothing particularly... All right, well, let's go. Chop, chop. We don't have much time. Two days will fly by before we know it. All right, very well. You have rat. Hold on for a moment. <laughs> you have rat! <laughs> rat! <laughs> it just... <laughs> let's start with rat. All right, very well. Can I hand you this little rat? I, I will warn you, it does bite, and it may or may not be carrying a plague. I've had worse. <laughs> plague here, plague there. <laughs> What's a little plague to anyone? Boosts the immune system. What's a plague me. between acquaintances? <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he quickly, We're not friends. <laughs> he quickly kind of turns uh, to Nymphiously. If you, while you're still getting to know your, your bear. Bear and I are like cuddling at this point. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright. He's like my best friend now. Specifically because of that. You're making me live. Roll another intelligence check with a bear. Why does he keep telling me that only I can prevent forest fires? All right, I'll just want her to be like holding its hands and like spinning in a circle. So now I got my highest was still only an eight. You're you're getting there. You're starting to know this bear really well. You're you're really starting to get to know this bear pretty well. It was an eight, right? Oh no, I'm dumb. It's it was a twelve. You you feel confident in knowing this bear enough? As bizarre as it sounds, you. I feel that you've spent time with the bear that you, as Nemox said, draw it on a piece of paper. Uh, so, tiger for you, rat for you. Most of the time I just generally restrain them with a binding spell. But Nymphia, if you would be so kind as to explain the them with your own binding spell. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd be so kind as to explain to the animals uh, what Rattel is going on and... Alright. What? I said alright. Very well. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll start with, with a rat, as it should be a little bit simpler. I would take this time to go over some other techniques, but... The rat! Very well, back to the rat. Give me that rat. Give me that <laughs> hand rat. you a small marble with the rat. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and... Or be positioned, like, pretty oh, close yeah. to each other. Like, yeah. I yeah. like the bear. Yeah, like you two are right next to each other, and, and your little companion uh, isn't on you. He's actually back cuddling with the bear. <laughs> okay, good. So bear, bear's taking a bear now. Like, Alright, are you prepared? Sure. Better be, and I slam it on the ground. <laughs> I slam dunk that rat on the ground. Rat, I choose you. I choose you. 
this <laughs> it's about the size of a small dog and it immediately starts squeaking reacting almost a little violently to the light and trying to find another place you oh what in the world no 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 too bright gotta get back to my place gotta find something to eat oh my god gotta nap oh my god gotta find something to eat too bright too bright too bright calm down That's... my precious rat baby it's okay wait wait hold, hold up hold the phone <laughs> who taught you rat <clears throat> i'm talking to you using magic Oh, that just makes all the sense. What's next? Magic starts making fires and cleaning things up? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Sort of. Huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, all right. I'm, I'm not going to... I'm going to be brave here. Uh, resist the sunlight. Tell me, why am I here? Well, you see that guy standing behind you? <laughs> Nimok is again invisible. Oh, he's invisible. He, just he, blame it on me. Just blame it on me. It's fine. Just oh. blame it on me. It'll make sense. He doesn't need to meet like three people at once. <laughs> so this this lovely lady over here. I'm, I'm just picturing a, a squeaky squeak squeaker. Squeaker squeak squeaker. Same excuse for the bear, and just be like, this lovely lady over here. She actually saved your life from a cat. Yes, you were about to get mauled by a cat, and she stepped in and got you right out of there. Thank goodness. I must have, like, slept in a pocket or something, because I, I do not remember being this bright outside. Well, but, to save you, she had to bring you somewhere else. You know, that is, that is valid reasoning. So, how can I repay her for saving me from a vile cat? Well, just be nice. Just be nice to her. You know? I, Don't bite anyone, you know? I, I will try not to. I, I currently That's all I got, ask. I got tetanus right now. It's not fun. Aww. Yes, please don't, please don't I, share I that. Won't, I won't fight her. Alright, alright. Are we, are we, are we good? Are we good? friends? We're good, we're good. And, and almost I'm just gonna like response, put my hand out a little bit so it can be like... And this right rat kind of puts its one paw up onto your hand. Sitting to go for a moment before like getting really close, almost like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> almost like a, almost like a cat or a small dog kind of coiling around your leg and starting to squeak a little bit. Alright, I'm just kind of like... Pet him and like scruffle and he all that jazz. seems to react enjoyably. I guess it's a rat. You don't really speak rat, but he, he's pretty confident. He's not biting me, so I guess that's. Uh, like... you, could, you could do an insight check if you like. I say okay. to I say to her real quick. Uh, rats love being tickled. You know, mm. just some advice. I just keep petting it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna keep on right. petting it. You you start to feel that a rat's not too difficult. You might be able to do this. Okay. I all right. Uh, <sighs> Let's get into the difficult one. Uh, Ooh, me. <laughs> pick me, pick me! <laughs> Very well, Ashaya. What did, what did you pick from the bag? I don't know. Give me the hardest one. <laughs> Jeez. Kind of squints at you for a second. <laughs> if you really want it, and tosses you a I'm going to need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, I'm okay. tossing this one marble towards you. Oh, no! Four total. Oh god, no! We're all gonna die. Were it not a marble, you probably would have caught this with ease. Unfortunately, it was a marble, and it just slips right through your little A3 hands. In all fairness, you did ask for the hardest one, and it was very hard to catch. (laughs) Already off to a good start. (laughs) So, immediately as this marble hits the ground, 
sprawling up to about the size of, uh, about your height, Ishaya. This bout of flame and charcoal seems to take form, and an elemental appears before you. Paul? <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> Is that you? Do you speak elemental? Um, I forget. You know No, no, fuck it. Make a persuasion check. Do mm-hmm. persuasion. Yes. And, uh, that would be 16. What, Ishaya? Mm-hmm. Paul, it's you! Ah, <laughs> oh, Shia! I haven't seen you back since the Great Revel. Man, things have changed. How have you been? So I take that they're uh, really taking my party planning going really well over there. Lots more drinks, a lot less burning, but like still, you know, obviously you have to have some burning there. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Lots, lots of, lots of... Uh, Many burning men, actually. Boy. Poi dancing, you know, the thing where they spin things with fire and stuff. Yeah, yeah yes. that, that's, that's Corona Punk. Yeah, yeah. All thanks to you, man. Uh, <laughs> she's like, oh, there's this, like, cool elf person that's here. Like, I don't know where she went, though. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you mean, like, the kind that tries to kill my race all the time? Uh, maybe? Ah, let bygones be good. Bygones. Yeah. Let's party it up, man. All right. <laughs> uh, so, quick question. Uh... Why does everything look flammable? And you realize there's a small trail of fire behind him as he's taken a couple of steps now. Because it is. Why don't you try this gauntlet I got? <laughs> no. He takes off the gauntlet and hands it to him. It, is. it falls straight through oh, his no. elemental. No. Have you forgotten? Like, I'm like, fire, man. Man, there's, there's dude, I'm fire. sorry. I totally forgot. Yeah, that's, that's my bad. And then he just picks up the gauntlet and puts it back on sheepishly. You know Paul pretty well, but as far as thermodynamics go, you've got no f***ing clue. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're going to have to spend a little bit more time talking to Paul about what makes him Paul. So, Paul, how well do you start fires? Paul kind of just pauses for a second, almost straight face, gestures at himself, <laughs> and then gestures at the ground. <laughs> kind of looks back at you with kind of a blank stare, as blank a stare as fire can give. Mm-hmm. Can you teach me how to do that? Just envelop myself in fire. Paul, again, kind of just looks at himself, looks at you, looks at himself, takes a little step closer, and lights a tiny fire on your clothing. How dare you! No, no. That's this was like, expensive! I know, well, I mean, I did buy it, but still. <laughs> That's what I thought. Look, like... Darn you, Paul. Like, I'm just made of fire. There's, like, no source here. It's just air coming in, fire being made. And it kind of points to, like, the fact that where he would have feet just seems like there's just kind of a little bit of a vacuum of hot air coming in. It's not particularly difficult to understand. Air, hot air, fire, me. Okay. Make another intelligence check with advantage on this one. I don't know, that's a 20, but minus one. It clicks for you. Somehow, in your brain, the brilliant idea of, oh, fire is hot because of these factors, kind of just clinks into being, and without really intending to, you kind of snap your fingers. There is now a second Paul almost standing next to you. What? What? Paul 2, electric boogaloo. (laughs) (laughs) Only, for some reason, this Paul is a little bit more stagnant. It doesn't really seem... certainly moves as fire does, but it doesn't seem to have any of his personality. It's just kind of standing there. 
Uh, Paul, is this weird for you as it is weird for me? <laughs> Dude, just can can you can you like can we talk to it? Uh, sure, let's try. Hey, hello, Paul too. What's going on, man? <laughs> it it kind of turns to face you. There was nothing. Well, he's a downer. Um, so yeah. <laughs> This is weird. Nemok, what, what's happening? Well, I, I'm not entirely sure how you've done it, but you've managed to not only master, but to instantly create a copy of the elemental. One moment, please. And all of a sudden, Paul is no longer there. There's now a tiny ball sitting on the ground. All right, very well. Wait, shield... what did you do, Paul? Bring him back. <laughs> Paul, no. I, he's my buddy. Paul, no, Paul, why? <laughs> I put him in the- Everyone else gets to live here, why not Paul? Yeah. <laughs> he is made of fire. So? What no is anything you're made out of? Wood. Mangoes. And plant life. What is wooden plant life? Flammable. Everything is made of mangoes here. <laughs> what about that Eat guy that buildings. was in the cafe? That, he was uh, made of mangoes. <laughs> I'm not going to waste the time to explain it to you. What him. if we just ask him? Bring if you want to ask on. one of them to turn off the fire, why not try the one standing, or I guess, kneeling next to you? I don't know, he's kind of weird. Of course he's weird, because you haven't told him what to do yet. You've made something, it's like making something and not giving it any instruction. <sighs> okay, Which Paul 2, uh, can you uh, <laughs> turn down that fire smidge? It's getting a little toasty in here. And the what was once like these kind of bigger flames start to slowly dwindle, almost to the point where they're barely there at all. See? Even this weirdo knows what to do. But I don't think he can maintain that form for long. To be entirely honest, the next stiff breeze and he'll disappear. I mean, Fine. That's, for the most part, I'm actually rather impressed that you've managed to create a fire elemental on the first try, having no idea of how you did it. Well, that just sounds like me normally, so... Th- this is a normal thing for you. Mm-hmm. You don't intend to do something and then greatly succeed nope, at it. just things happen. Of course. Yep. 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 Okay. Uh, for the most part, why don't you try giving it a rather simple direction? Maybe have uh, Paul to... 2, set that on fire, and he just points out, like, a grove of mangoes. No, 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 no. no. Tell us to stop. Tell us to stop. And immediately, just, <laughs> this elemental starts to burn much brighter, stepping up and slowly walking, its hands ready out. Tell it to stop. Tell it to stop. Tell it to stop. I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Don't. It just freezes mid-place. You're really going to have to get over this. Oh, right. That's, Fine. Uh, okay. Uh, Be gone. <laughs> Goodbye. Nothing <laughs> happens. It's still standing there. Try... I just start loading up a bucket of water. <laughs> now, you need to try and break down that mana. Try doing the same thing of how you made it, but not making it. Um... All right. Try focusing real hard to dismiss them again. All right, go right ahead. Uh... Wisdom again? That's a seven. Paul 2 is still there. It's okay. I almost have my bucket of water ready to go. I splash him. (laughs) (laughs) It takes a point of damage. (laughs) And you kind of realize, oh, hey, I can use my life draining ability and drain the life out of shit. Can I do that to a fire? I have a brilliant idea that I came up with by myself. Oh, here, let, let, here, share it with the class. I'm gonna absorb it with my drain life ability. Mm. Or he's gonna say gift, because, like, that's what it's called in context. Why don't you go give it a try? I mean, he's just standing there. Alright. Walks up to him, pulls out his arm that doesn't have the gauntlet on it, and just 
drains from his face. You're very confident in your abilities about how to pull the energy out of something. So much so that you actually kind of pull almost all of the energy out of this fire itself. You feel a little bit warmer. But what was once a smoldering flame man is now just hot air and small scorch marks in the ground. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, Cecilia, how do you feel? I'm fairly confident. All right. I want you to try and feel a deep well within you. Find the spot deepest to your emotions. Picture yourself pulling it out of there and forcing that into the shadow of the rat before you. Mm. All right, so I'm trying to do the thing. Roll an intelligence check. Okay. Oh, just 15. You kind of close your eyes, concentrate, and picture yourself pulling from this deep, dark well inside of you that's pitch black. Beautiful. And before you now, as you open your hands, there is now a second sound of squeaking. Hooray! That's another rat. <laughs> Wonderful. Nufia's getting frustrated. Can she try again to make a bear? Oh, definitely. Go right <laughs> Do it. She's so mad. Go for it. This time, give yourself advantage. I had it last time, and it's still <laughs> You got this. Ah! Oh, hooray! I got a 19 total this time. <laughs> With the in best drawing hair. from this, in hearing from the explanation from Nemok about a well inside of you, you kind of reach in, and you find yourself thinking about this tranquil pond that you knew. And from this, as you open your eyes, you just hear Barrington go, Whoa! <laughs> And you open your eyes, and beside you, there is another bear. Wonderful. It looks like both of you have got this down rather well. Are you visible right now? I'm Nemoc? entirely <laughs> visible. I'm going to tell them to go run up Nemox's legs. Go, little friends! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, he really likes when people run up his legs. Go ahead. <laughs> if they scamper off, and without even realizing it, Nemox suddenly goes, squeams, and there is a poof, and then another poof, as Nemox is now about 20 feet away from where he was before, batting at his legs, going, oh, get off me, you stupid lip, ah! ah, perfect. And suddenly, there is a much, much larger mirror. Mm. Almost twice the size of you, uh, Cecilia. (laughs) Its hand pressed tightly against the ground. And as it lifts its hand up, you see what once was a rat. And is now (laughs) poofing out of existence. I admit, good initiative. And he kind of directs the mirror behind him, this much larger mirror to go. Also gather mangoes. There's a large pile of mangoes. Oh, that's going to be a big pile of mangoes. (laughs) It It is a rather enormous pile of mangoes at this point. I appreciate the initiative, but at this point, I think we're okay here. Wonderful. Thank you for being a little pawn in my experiment there. <laughs> so lovely of you to participate. Right. Lolan, where did... Oh, oh, there you are. <laughs> Do you find what you want to try? He's got the the tiger one out. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, smile. All right. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right, you're last. All right, All right. So, so crack, that, crack that sucker open. Let's get a tiger out here. As you toss this, a full-sized tiger appears in its place. This one, however, is in a rather unusual position. 
It's more <laughs> in a leaping position sideways as it sprawls to the ground before readying itself and growling again. Nymphia, you particularly understand it. It's going, Where am I? Oh boy. <laughs> You're getting a lot of practice in today. I'm a little more nervous about this tiger, though. This tiger starts booking it towards what appears to be the nearest, like, the nearest tree line. Calm down, friend. Please calm down. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope, gotta go. And it springs past trying to dodge and weave between people. Uh, you created this mess. Maybe you should uh, try to handle it. <laughs> Where would I start? All right. Uh, <laughs> it's actually, it's going to be running right past you. Okay. Just um, jump on it. <laughs> it. Yeah, quick option. <laughs> Leaps on top of it. All I'm thinking is that he's going to shoot make, it. Make a animal handling. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, uh, do a dex check first, and then do animal handling. Mm. All right. Uh, 13. All right, and I will handle a check. All right. I'm preparing something in case it starts running in my direction. As is Nemok. Oh, five. Doing great. <laughs> Off to a great start. <laughs> you, great start. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to roll a strength saving throw. All right. You quite literally jumped on top of a tiger. No, no, I critically failed. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh god you are on the wrong side of the tiger <laughs> I jumped in its face <laughs> yes it just jumped straight into, into the teeth oh, bit. Just jumped right into its butt oh, oh the other wrong so, place <laughs> really quick you are it's gonna be alright you're gonna survive somehow you're taking four piercing damage as it clamps down on your uh, arm no uh. <laughs> um, can I ca- try to cast Entangle on it to at least keep it stationary? Go for it. Okay. Nima kind of taunts with I, I see you may have bit off more than you can chew. No, he did. I'm like, hey. Still witty, even when you're bleeding. <laughs> so they have to beat 15. Oh, he does not. Okay, so he gets entangled. What about, what about our friend who was just bitten by a tiger? Oh, he'd also need to make that strength save. Mm-hmm. He's in the area. Look at it this way. You're getting to know the Oh, no, I definitely really succeeded. Well. I rolled a 17. <laughs> I'm not even going to add. Nope. All right. So this tiger, wrapped in vines, luckily, it's too distracted to really want to continue its bite. Uh, so you're now freed. You're welcome. Good. <laughs> Nymphia, would you like to try and respond to it telling it that it's not in any real danger. I'll try or... my best. This seems like a stubborn tiger. I can put it back in the ball if you think it'll help. Listen, you're not in any danger, friend. Bullshit. I mean... <laughs> right? We have no intention of causing you any harm. He tackled me, you put me in plants. Yeah, because you were running around all over the place. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, will you let me go? As long as you promise to be nice. No. Well, then I can't let you go. Well, then I'll just have to break out. And he starts gnawing at the roots. Oh, which he does not succeed at. Okay, okay. Plan B. Promise to be nice. What do you want from me? So, mm-hmm. we literally just want you to chill out a little bit. I'm not entirely certain I can do that, but I'll try. Don't bite any more people. No promises. I'm a tiger lady. I feel like we're at an impasse here, then. <laughs> I mean, he's already entangled. Can't you just kind of, like, sneak up behind him and just, like, touch him a bit? Or, like... Yeah, he's going to try to get accustomed to the tiger, I guess. 
So what's what are you saying? What's going on? Mm. He refuses to cooperate whatsoever. He's quite a difficult tiger. I relate to this tiger. <laughs> <laughs> so why is this guy touching me? It, he just wants to be your friend. Is he willing to ruin my belly? Oh, I would definitely say yes. I, I I'm gonna be entirely honest. If he if he rubs for too long, I will cloth a shit out of him. Let <laughs> 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 <That> Nico. <laughs> Just that if you can warn him about that, I will roll onto my back and let him rub my belly for exactly three scratches. All right, no bite, I swear. No biting heads. But again, three belly scratches or I will claw the shit into whoever's petting. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll dispel the vines, but just remember, I can put them right back. As, as your spell fades and the vines break, the tiger flops onto its side and rolls belly up. I'm uh, starting to begin to purr. All right, Loylan, listen to me. Three scratches, no more, no less. Three quick scratches with both hands. <laughs> nice. This tiger Cheap is... Cheat the system. <laughs> he, he, could, he could do three more. Three more. Right. Three more. You're no, safe. A few more scratches. You're safe for three more. Oh, this tiger is just loving it like a giant house cat. The ears, the ears, behind the ears, like right behind the ears. Go behind the ears, go behind the ears. Right, right behind the ears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> All right, as you kind of keep scratching, uh, make a, another uh, intelligence check, uh, this time with uh, advantage. Uh, well, they both rolled 18, so 19. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you feel pretty confident you might be able to, as Nemox said, draw it if you really needed to. I'm going to try to cast Tiger. I'm trying to cast summon tiger. <laughs> uh, am I rolling for anything? Or uh, am I so, just... so for the most part, gonna, this one's actually going to be tiger it's going to be girl. wisdom. Uh, you're going to go uh, a wisdom check. All right. Why is it mine wisdom? Uh, Seventeen. You, after a moment, pulling from the advice of everyone else and what pe- other people have done and how it's been described, pull from what feels like a well deep inside of you. Pulling from this. You feel the form almost start to take place in front of your hands. And as you open your eyes, immediately next to the tiger is a second tiger, also belly up. (laughs) (laughs) Give both of them belly rubs. (laughs) The first one starts to claw the shit out of you. As you did more than three belly rubs. I said no more. (laughs) Actually, no. Make a dexterity saving throw real quick so you can get your hands away. Uh, 19, so 22. Okay, so this tiger lashes out with its claws in an almost playful manner, but you pull your hands back, and it kind of just accepts, like, I I said it would scratch you, I didn't say it would hit. Hmm. (laughs) Ah, congratulations, everyone. I'm a wonderful teacher. (laughs) This is all because of me. (laughs) (laughs) I provided the materials and the know-how, and okay. Um, I have Mm. a quick uh, mechanics question. So when we... Do this summoning, does it use up our mana points? Uh, it will use up your mana. It's going gonna, it's gonna to cost about the same amount as uh, a first level spell. Okay. So not particularly much, because these are again tokens. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be too difficult. So we've got our creatures. We've got a very reasonable, reasonable supply of mangoes. A, a not too reasonable aid. He didn't tell the mirror to stop. We've got an <laughs> exorbitant supply of mangoes. I think it's a good time to take a break. Oh, definitely. Yeah. All right.
Thank you for joining us at Plane Shift. We'll be taking a hiatus next week, but we're working on smaller content that we can release instead of our usual episode on a Friday. We'll be back again to release another episode on the 15th, but after that, with the holidays, we won't be releasing any episodes until January. Thank you in advance for your patience, and thank you for listening to our dumb, fun little series. Thank you to the Penguin Cafe Orchestra for letting us use their song Perpetuum Mobile as the intro and outro of our program. Thank you to CD Projekt Red for letting us use music from The Witcher. Thank you to Wizards of the Coast for producing Dungeons and & Dragons and Magic the Gathering. And until our paths cross again, we've been the Plane Shift Podcast. Uh, and the driver kind of like looks back. I know where I'm going. Like, you said to rear land. I'm going to rear land. <laughs> I got a golem positioning system. It's not that hard. Oh my god, I hate my life. <laughs> it's a GPS. Do you get the joke? No, no, no. I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I realized as I was editing the audio, she's playing Starfire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Which is, yeah, makes it especially Raven. funny because you're playing Raven. Yes, I'm playing as Raven. <laughs> and, but meanwhile, she's just like, hello, friend. Hello, friend. Great to see you. And she's got, she's got a weird-looking pet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me in the corner to my books. <laughs> not, not intentional. Not intentional. Oh, I don't believe it was intentional, but you're definitely playing Star. So that makes you Beast Boy and you Robin. I'm, I'm down with it. And you, and then you have to be Cyborg because yeah. you have hey, cool eye works. things. Yeah. <laughs> this is too perfect. I hate yeah. it. But I also love it. Irish Robin. <laughs> Who me? <laughs> oh shit! You were just talking to all of us. <laughs> you know who. All right, now look, let's keep moving. Don't say his name. He's down. By the way, you guys, I really want to. I was talking about that. Um, at some point, I I want to either make a system of a down cover band or a Spice Girls cover band. And then I realized that why not combine my two favorite things and make a Spice Girls mashup band with System of a Down music. System of a Spice Girls. Well, I was thinking of System of a Spice. <laughs> I'm going to see if it can work later this week, when I have off of work and stuff. <laughs> anyway, the end. The question is how long is, like, are we going to go straight to the heist? If so, how that long was, that was the hope. I was hoping this would not be too long, yeah. and, it turned, and it stretched out. I mean, you could have ended this a lot sooner. Honestly, I could have. You're just giving us the thing. Yeah, if we're taking too long to do something, you can always just, like, I don't mind. You can accelerate the pace, Dan. Well, I was going to say, like, I don't care if, like, maybe... Like, for instance, like, with the thing that we just did, if, like, like, if Nymphia had done her first thing in, like, talking to an animal and, like, doing it, and then you can just say, you all basically follow her lead, and right. you all attempt. Or, like, all of and just all of us now roll at everybody once. make it. Yeah, everybody yeah. roll at once for whatever thing you want to do. Yeah. And then, just shit like, like that, like, like I won't be, like, butthurt about it. I'd be like, I didn't get enough character development. I mean, on, on the one hand, like... I, I like that we New phone, like, have all these times to, to crack jokes. I'm coming to get you. Hang on a second. Let me get my um. Because we're not exactly a comedy podcast, but I appreciate the comedy. Like there's Actually, a reason I, I only ble- there's a reason I only bleep out the f word. If the and door shuts, that's because I think fu- that, that's because I think it's funnier if you bleep it out. You know, I think you're entirely right. <laughs>